0: Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs.
1: Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face.
0: Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music,
1: interview bands,
0: break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast
1: with Blake Mosley
0: and James Cox.
1: And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview.
0: Bedroom Getaway is a solo artist from Gilbert, South Carolina. The multi instrumentalist behind The Madness is Trey Emick. At the time of this recording, he is 20 years old, living in Lexington, South Carolina. Trey originally started the project in late 2018 and released a full 1st link album. In January of 2019, the album was titled that to honor Trey's father, Jeremy, after he committed suicide in May of 2018. In 2019, he has n- not only released his first album, but also his second, which was titled I Haven't Slept In Seven Years. After multiple different musicians coming in and out of the band, he finally decided that in late 2019, he would continue as a solo artist. In 2021, Trey finally finished his third album, which was subtitled bedroom getaway volume one. The reason behind this name is he feels this album perfectly fits the whole idea of who bedroom getaway is. And what bedroom getaway is about, ladies and gentlemen? Trey A I want a redhead girl. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, yeah, 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 yeah. I want a redhead girl. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey Trey, how are you doing so today, sir?
1: Doing good, man. How are you?
0: It's so I'm. I'm very good. I'm very awake now because I'm. I'm having my cup of coffee here, and I. And I don't know if you drink coffee too. Do you drink coffee?
1: Uh, sometimes I'm actually feeling a little under the weather, so I've been drinking some tea with some honey.
0: Oh, good, good man. I'm so sorry you're 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 feeling under the weather, <laughs> but um, but I found a uh, coffee creamer uh that's uh, cocoa pebbles, and it's so good, dude. You need you, you need to try that out, you know.
1: That sounds cool. They're coming
0: out with so many co- kinds of creamers. It's, it's amazing for coffee drinkers, you know, like like myself. So, yeah.
1: I I found some edibles that are uh that are like cocoa pebbles. Oh nice, I like that.
0: nice. That, that, that's always good stuff, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but um, all right, So let's tell them how first of, how first of all we met. So so if you're familiar, we are with Tinder. Um, which sucks because I'm I'm on it and I never get any any responses back. But uh, but uh, <laughs> but, but there's a uh, there's a, there's a like Tinder app on on your phone that's called Vampir. Am I saying that right?
1: Or is it Vampire? Uh, I, think, you know, I you know what's funny? I don't really know, but uh, you know that sounds about right. Vampir, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, For anybody who who um
0: is good with the uh, with good uh, with, with acronym, it's it's. It's not a v a m p r and i i don't know i I always like the word vampire because it sounds you know you know kind of weird and everything, but vampire is a good good pronunciation too, but I think that you got in contact with us is that correct
1: uh correct, yeah, yeah, I saw you guys had a had a podcast going on, I said, man, I would love to be on a podcast i said i would love to just talk about some stuff man
0: yeah yeah <laughs> cool cool so Hopefully we can do that for you today. And, um, Oh, um, I, well, I also noticed that I live 20 minutes away from Lexington, South Carolina. That's awesome.
1: That's cool, man. Yeah. I dig it.
0: Yeah. Um, I also noticed that uh, you have a, uh, a, uh, album release party next week. I thought it was this past week, but I read oh, wrong and it's next week. It. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It's this Friday, man. We're really excited about it, man. Um, you know, I usually I, I used to love playing shows, but for a while, you know, I was just like, oh, I got to play shows. Oh, I, I hate recording. I just love playing shows. But then whenever the pandemic happened, I was sort of forced into this whole thing where it's like, OK, you have to just record. You can't play shows. It's just going to have to be that way for a while. Right. And after a while, like I think like a couple months into the f- uh, pandemic, I was just like, man. I was like, I think I enjoy recording more than I like performing. So, the fact that I even did this this party or even planned it is like a miracle because I really did not want to go do stuff in front of people. Um, I don't, I don't have, I don't have stage fright. Uh, I love seeing people. I love interacting with people, but it's just the fact that like I'm so small, you know, I'm so small and insignificant that you know going to a show actually, um, it actually loses me money sometimes. Like something like, I remember like this one time. I did a show in Myrtle Beach. I was like, oh, my God, we're going out of town. We're going to go to Myrtle Beach. Hell, yeah. Like, like We went to this place called um, – okay, I'm, I'm not going to say the name just because I don't want to ruin the yeah, reputation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but either way, like, it was bad. It was bad. It was so bad. <laughs> we drove like, um, like three and a half hours, I think, to go there, and it was just me and my drummer. And we were just like, you know what, man, even if the show isn't that good, we're still going to go to the beach after we're done and go walk down the shore. You know, I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to go play a show at the beach. And then after we're done, just go walk on the beach. Well, when we were done, we had both made $5 each. What? Five bucks? <laughs> we both had to put it right back into our gas tank and go home. So we, 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 we literally played a show for six people, um, got paid and we we're just like, Whoa, we actually got a little bit of money. And the place is like, hang on, that's our cut. This is yours here's ten dollars i was like okay wow. that's cool yeah
0: that's- but this is
1: like this is like 2019 so this is like when we, we oh, like okay. just started this you know this is like when we had just released the first album and we had not even thought of a second album yet um and we were just like well hell with it maybe it'll work maybe it won't either way we're gonna go to the beach but i remember like that night just could not keep going worse oh, and that's man. what started my whole thing where i was just like you know what dude hell with playing shows like, I was just like, I just don't, well, I'd rather be a recording artist than go do shows. But now that um, you know, this whole COVID thing starting to slow down in America and, Man. you know, we're starting to have vaccines and people aren't wearing masks and we're going out and doing shows again. I'm sitting there going like, you know, maybe I'll just do like a show here and there and maybe that'll that'll do something. I don't know. I can't predict the future. I hope something works. I want it to work, but it's like shows are just aggravating right now yeah <laughs> you know it's just recording is so much easier because i only need to be there only i need to be there
0: <laughs> right hey right but, right yeah it, it yeah. seems like uh um uh places that to, to, to put in take most of the cut and leave you with nothing just, just just like you said and you know i mean they gotta realize that the the, the, the artist has to live their life too you know so 10 bucks ain't going right. to get, get anybody anywhere maybe like a May, may, maybe like a gas fishing stacks or something but that's it you know
1: <laughs> yeah man yeah so, it, it was horrible it yeah. was horrible but I, I, but what's funny about it is that every time i tell that story i laugh so it's like even though it was like a really bad experience i, I still laugh at it sometimes i'm just kind of like man what were we doing yeah what, what are we what are, what are we still doing today you know like what's going on why am i why am i still doing this no one gives a- yeah. No one cares about me. No one listens to my music. Why do I keep doing it? And It's because I love it. Yeah. Really. That's that's all it is. I I once went to a uh, a healer down this place around you know, the Triangle City. Right. Lovely person. And we were doing tarot card readings. I'm a very spiritual person. I love tarot cards. I love crystals, stones. I love you know, I love herbs and like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of spirituality. I'm a big follower of it. And I love it cuz anybody can get into it. It doesn't uh, discriminate anybody. And he was always like he pulls out the cards and he goes, like, you need to stop worrying about trying to be big, trying to make all this money. Start worrying about being great. And I said, Okay, you know, like as a kid, <laughs> you know, you hear that and you go, Well, hell, you know, I'd like to have some money, I'd like to have some fame. But as as the days went on after that that card reading, I just remember sitting there going, like, you know what? these people man like i was like i was like i don't care about getting views or getting money or going places and like that music has always been a big a big blanket for me like fresh out the dryer kind of blanket it's just very warm it's very inviting right. i love doing it i love making it it's all i think about yeah. and once i had to, once i got it through my head that i wasn't going to be big and i wasn't going to be rich from it i said well you know what let's just have some fun. I mean, I've been having fun this entire time, but it's like, it was always on the back burner in my mind where I was like, is it going to work out? Is it going to work out in the end? It doesn't matter if it works out. Are you having fun is what matters. Right. And that's what I was doing this whole time. Like during late 2019, 2020, 2021, I've just been having fun in my room. I've added so many other instruments that it's, it's, it's so clustered in my room right now. And luckily I, uh, I'll be moving out of here very soon and having my own house and building a studio. But, um, this room has become so cluttered with gear and <laughs> equipment and it's, it's like, I was trying to move some stuff around just so I can have like this decent little background behind me, but you know, it's just so clustered. And I think it's kind of like what Jack White said, where he goes, you know, you know, when you're in a little room, no 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 something 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 good i can't remember the lyrics but i remember him saying that once you need a bigger room you finally found something to do and i believe that right because once once you need all that space you're just like man this is getting a lot bigger than what i thought it was you know it used to to just be me my guitar an audio interface and a cheap ass laptop right and now i've got all this shit around me man and i'm enjoying it i just sit in here in this place like a sanctuary
0: right yeah, uh, they say the more room you have, the more free your mind is to experiment and uh, develop more creativity. You know, it's all about I... it's all about your, your 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 surroundings. You know, if you're surrounded by good people, good things will happen to you. If you're surrounded by like great instruments, like you are now, I mean, just creativity will come, come in, come in, come in, come. You know.
1: Yeah, man, I really do. Um... I do hope for that. You know, I'm always burning incense in here. I'm always, I put my crystals in the corners of the room to help with my my energies. And, and really, it's just a very nice place to be. Um, I really just wanted to make my room the most comfortable, most creative place possible. But um, obviously, I'll have to do that to an entire house uh, very soon here. So that's yeah. going to be fun. I, th- I think what's kind of weird is that, you know, whenever I made the name bedroom getaway, I always assumed I was going to be in my bedroom for my entire life. <laughs> But now that I'm, I'm moving out, it's, it's, it's like, I wonder if I can even keep that name. And honestly, I'm going to keep it because it's that name still means a lot to me. Right. Right. And people always ask me like, what does it mean? What does it mean? What is it? What is it? What does it mean to you? Like, what does it mean to you? Because it means something different to everybody. I've had people come up to me and be like, is it a sexual thing? Is it a drug thing? Is it a depression thing? My thing is like, what is it to you? You know, I, I'm not going to tell you what to think. I don't want to tell people what to think. I hate telling people what to do because I hate being told what to do. Right. I always hated being told what to do. Being told what to do sucks. That's no, why I hate no. my job. <laughs> that's <laughs> why, right. That's why I hate the police.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I right. I hate everything, right? But, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I don't, I don't hate, I guess I can I don't hate my job. I don't hate the police. I, 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 I don't want to use that word. I don't like using the word hate. I don't like to be a hateful person. I've tried to change the way I feel about things and, be a lot more at peace with life and i try not to use the word hate but i i, I strongly dislike my job i strongly dislike go. the police strongly dislike I, I, I strongly <laughs> dislike things man the i just like to
0: yeah
1: i was very lucky that i was able to um have the golden ticket of life and be able to go and find a place in the woods where it's yeah. you know secluded and there's no one there to tell me what to do
0: yeah that's exactly what my friend thought because uh well he lives out in out in. I came in out in the woods and it's like I don't like people. I you just just sit here with my parents and no but no no one will bother me, you know. And I don't bother them. I will just stay home and play my PS4. And then I'm, out, I'm like, hell yeah, man, it's all good. And,
1: uh, yeah, man. Uh,
0: he's a good dude, very very good dude. Uh, so um, you're going to New Brooklyn Tavern uh this Friday, July sixteenth at seven oh, p.m. Yes. Uh, cover charge is eight dollars for anybody who wants to get in. I've been to the uh, New Berkeley Tavern a long time ago, and it was the it wasn't the very most pleasant place but I'm, i mean it's and uh, you know, because the whole was the walls were coming down and the ceiling was out uh, it, 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 it's just a great great little place they do to, to enjoy concerts with you know
1: yeah man and, and see, what's what's weird about it is that I loved it because it had that right. I loved it because there was all these stickers and writing on the wall. I loved it because it looked like a f- it was a dive. Yeah. It was a dive bar and that's what that's what that's what gave it so much character. And you see what happened is that during 2020 when the whole f-ing world went to shit and still is going to. Sh- I mean the world's been going to sh- but this is worse. And I remember going in there after I left the, um a rehearsal at, at a um, at Seaboard recording. Shout out to my friend Chris. I love Chris chris helped me produce my first and second album at his nice. studio oh. and he is absolutely one of the greatest human beings that have, has ever walked on the face of the earth love you chris um but like for real though man like we walked in there and the whole place had been redone and i'm sitting there going like what the hell i was like all, all the signatures from these local bands and some of these bigger bands had had, had been washed away and what? painted over they, they painted over the walls and like they made the floors better and they made the walls here's the thing they they, they really just made the bar nicer i'm not going to hate on new brooklyn tavern i love that place that place gave me a place to play when no one else would right but whenever they took all the writing and all the shit off the walls it's almost like it lost its character it's almost kind of like it's like watching a teenager go out of that that phase of grunge and metal and started being like a responsible adult. And sadly, that's what they had to do because when they didn't have shows, all they had was alcohol and their delicious ass food they have over there. And that's what they had to, that's what they had to do. Right. Shows weren't happening. So they were just like, well, hell, if no shows are happening, then let's just go ahead and redecorate this whole place. And, you know, I was like, damn, you know, cause I had signed the wall, a bunch of friends of mine who were no longer around had signed the wall, yeah. you know, and it sucked, but at the same time, I get why they did it. I support them wholeheartedly. I love them. I cherish that place with everything I have. It's one day my dream to sell the place out. Um, but this Friday, I have some amazing people playing with me because I, I know these people.
0: I was going to ask you about that because uh, you have um, Clover Kid Tunes playing bass for you, right?
1: Oh, dude. Clover Kid is absolutely amazing. He is probably one of the most real people. That I've ever met, and the reason I say that is because he's always been real with me. I don't know how he is with other people. I'm sure he's good at everybody else, but he's real with me, and that's something that 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 I need in my life is someone that's real, not someone that's going to be a f-ing yes man all the time. You know, right? He's 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 there, he's present, and he's determined, and he's eager, and he's also ambitious. I mean, this guy has this guy was there with me while I was making it. You know, he was there with me while I was you know. And like, I don't know if I even want to put it out. And he goes, No, put it out.
0: You know, he (laughs) like,
1: do it. Me and him have hung out. Yeah, right. Me and him have hung out and done so much stuff together. I don't think, I don't think a week goes by where we don't see each other like maybe like three or four times in the week. You know, we, we 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 we're really attached to each other. You know, we're we're best friends. And um my friend who's who's our drummer, Beckham, you know, he's he's probably one of the greatest people that's been around. You know, I I love that guy to death. He's always had my back. He's always been there for me. you know that's one thing you really need to have in a band is you don't need to have co-workers. you need to have friends, you know right. yeah and for a while I didn't have that. For a while, I just had coworkers, yeah. you know right but see what 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 sucks about that is that once the band practice is over, you don't see or hear from those people again. And I said, I hate that because there's all these bands out there. That are being like oh dude the people in my band are my family the people in my band are my best friends and and for a long time i didn't have that right i didn't have that that love i didn't have that support you know i mean they were there to play and they were there to make things work but whenever things didn't work it was like they just they were just like this you know like and i was like okay fine you know Uh go ahead leave do your thing but these two people that i play with now i feel amazing with you know whenever we're like, like we were in the same room rehearsing for the show and everything just felt right everything felt like the energies were, were there it felt like there was just this overall you know glowing aura around all of our persons of just nothing but positivity and creation and that's when I knew I said this is it I said this is going to be a great show I said even if only six people show up we're going to play a hell of a show you know right it's gonna be good i I love these people that i play with you know um you know bleeding trees cutlass parole model i've never met parole model personally but whenever i do meet them I, i'd love to talk to them i'd love to get to know who they are because you know i i they were they were they were they were, give, they were suggested to me by by bleeding trees you know and, and those guys are chill as well they um <laughs> they actually uh, work at this music store that I, that I went to as a kid and I still go to as an adult. You know, I, I really vibe with those guys. And I actually went over to Cutlass's house and me and him had like a little jam session. His kids were upstairs, you know, watching cartoons and we were down in his little basement. I was playing drums. He was playing guitar. Every once in a while we'd swap off and we just had like a jam session. And it was probably one of the most fun things I ever did. And he's just such a very chill guy. And, um, the way I met Cutlass was really cool because the way I met him is I used to work at a pizza place called pizza Kavachi. It's in Lexington, South Carolina. Um, amazing place. I worked there on and off for a couple years, I think three on and off. And um, <clears throat> I remember him walking in there and he would always mess with me. He'd always be like, "Oh, can I get a side of marijuana instead of marinara?" Right. How, I, how, I mean, I uh. I didn't think it was like I didn't think it was funny. I just thought he was just I thought he was just chill. I was like, "Okay, he can, he can joke like that. I like that." Yeah. He's a very free spirit. And um, and then once he realized I was in a I was doing music, he goes, "Well, bro, we gotta hang out. We gotta jam." And for a while, I was never able to do it because I was so busy. But then one time, we finally got it in the books, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" We went there and jammed for hours and it was so damn fun man i really love i got a lot of love for bleeding trees cutlass and you know i got a lot of respect for parole model because their music is so unique and it's so fun i haven't met these guys yet so i can't i don't know if i love them or not i don't know if i like them or not but i know that i respect them for what they do and i i will always treat people right even if i don't know you right. because i don't you know i believe that Everyone always talks about, oh, I, I hate people. I hate people. I hate going outside. People, oh, I just, I can't be around people. And I'm sitting there going like, dude, have you been paying attention to the world? That's right. 90, 99% of the time you have an interaction with a human being, it will always be something positive. No one's trying to start shit. It's not like middle school or high school where it's like, well, I'm better than you. I'm, you know, I'm on the football team and you're just yeah. a freaking nerd. It's nothing like that. In this world, we're all equal we're all just trying to get by we're all just people yeah. it doesn't matter where you go people will, will will treat you with respect if you treat them with respect and if they don't they're probably having a bad day they're probably having a, a weird off day or maybe they're just like that but either way that's still 99 percent of the time you're having a good interaction you know
0: right yeah Yeah.
1: yeah. for real um,
0: man going back to what you said about clover kid and you um uh making magic together with with your music um I wholeheartedly agree with you on that one because there are some people that you can just vibe and chill and connect with on 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 the on the level, uh, like like say like because uh, I know like Wild uh, was going to join Guns Roses, right? That probably wouldn't have never worked because there probably wouldn't have been a connection, you know. So I mean, there 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 are some people that you can just connect with, and people that you won't ever connect with. You know, it's the same thing with with you said. Um, you know, i i I've never seen my coworkers out of the out of the workplace either. You know, so oh yeah. So it's like when I leave the job, you know, like 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 they never text me, they never call me and say what's up. So mm-hmm. so I think that um, you know, you find people in in the in the most realist atmosphere of 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 life. You know, so.
1: I dig that. And you know, not everything's perfect at first, no, you no. know, like for example, me and him, like, like me and Clover kid, his name's Dylan. He's a lovely human being. I love that guy. You know, he, for a while, me and him just were not friends. It's not, it's not out, out of the fact that we that we didn't like each other or the fact that we just like, we just had this in this conflict. It was just the fact that we just didn't hang out with each other. We, 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 we never hung out. We never talked. I knew him in high school for a little while before I graduated early because I had to get the hell out of that place that place was just fucking awful man yeah. I, I i hate high school i hated high school man for a while i didn't hate it but then towards the end it got really bad yeah and i hated that place for the longest time i had to get the out of there and after a while you know whenever you leave high school that's when you start realizing like who's your real friends who's your fake friends you know you start realizing who was just in your class and who was actually with you you know like yeah. who was actually your friend. And you know, for a while, I was just like, well, damn, you know, I only, you know, I, I knew that guy and like from some school plays that we did, I knew him from theater and I knew that he was, you know, a big fan of like a lot of these groups that I was fans of, but we just never really connected. And then it was really after um, the death of one of our friends that we really had come together and we're just like, we got to, you know, we got to, we we got to hang out more and we got to be around each because We don't know how long we got on this earth. And what turned from you know this whole sympathy and sadness it turned into like this great uh connection where i was just like dude i can't even see myself not talking to this person every day and hanging out every other week you know i I really do love that guy man that guy's a a big supporter of mine the guy's a really good friend and you know i couldn't imagine a life without him
0: cool cool yeah yeah there's you know um like i like i i heard before um like You'll you'll meet people for a season of your life, and you'll meet people for for the rest of your life. You know. Oh yeah. And like the season, people will come and go, but the but the lifers are there for you forever. You know. Yeah, and, and I met some of those, and I met season people. You know, it's just it's just a matter of give and take. You know. So, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so. Let, let's get down to the to the nitty gritty. Um as we read in the intro, um your dad took his life in 2019, which I'm so sorry. 2018. 2018, I'm sorry. Um so did uh, did you turn to music for answers or or was it like a like a way you had to clear your mind of things and just just get out of that realm of okay, well, you know.
1: When my dad before my dad um passed away, he was the all-time biggest fan of me you know nice. i i didn't yeah. have any music out this is like you know what's sad is that he you know whenever i did have music out he was gone like i said you know the, the album came out in 2019 the very first album he was gone in 2018 right so you know I, I turn to music for everything i turn it i turn to it when i'm happy when i'm sad when i'm angry when i'm when, when i'm you know just in any kind of mood i just turn to it because it's my favorite thing in the world and you know i he he really was the the biggest supporter of mine he wasn't a perfect human being he he had his flaws we all have our flaws right but whenever it came to my music he was always there he was always supportive he was always you know i remember one time i was in this little high school band called soliloquy which means you know kind of like a a theatrical monologue and we didn't have a place to rehearse and I was like, I don't know where the hell I'm going to go. I don't have a place to rehearse. You know, we were trying to be, you know, trying to be a band and my dad got him and some of his buddies from the construction, uh, you know, uh, career together to help build us like this little shack in the woods. It's just, it wasn't anything special. It was just, you know, but you know, he he built that for us so we can have a place to to play. And, you know, once it got built I was like all right hell yeah now we got a place to play and you know he he took time out of his out of his life he was a very busy person he was always working he was always just trying to bring home money you know you know ever since I was a kid he was working hard and I think he worked up he worked so damn hard up until the time he died it was almost like i don't know how he could how he how he would be stopped he would there were there were times where i wouldn't see him for days or maybe like a week at a time and then one day he would just come home and just sleep for the entire day and i'd Mm. be like what the hell my mom would be like don't be loud upstairs because your dad's sleeping and he would be sleeping from like four in the morning till like Six o'clock at night, whenever dinner was ready, he would come down, eat dinner, and then go upstairs and go right back to sleep.
0: <laughs> oh no, dude, you must have tired yourself out like all the time, you huh?
1: He was just—he just had so much going on in his head. It's almost as if he just felt like he couldn't stop, you know. Like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, 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 whenever we, we we would go on vacation, he would put his phone on "Do Not Disturb" because he knew that there were so many people depending on him and wanting him to help them that he really just had to. He had to take a a big step and just be like, "I'm gonna make it where no one can call me or talk to me or contact me," because he knew that if someone did call him and ask him for something, he would do it. There, there, there were there were a couple times where 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 he left us on vacation to go do work, you know, and 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 that and and that that did suck. That did suck. Growing up, seeing your dad leave the fucking beach so he can go do stuff with siding and housing and stuff like that, and and, and, and I never forgot that. But I knew that the reason he was doing it was so that way, you know, me and my mom could have nice things. Yeah. And he really did try to give me absolutely everything I wanted. I never had to, I ne- we, 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 never, we never went hungry. We never got cold. We never got too hot. You know, we always had shelter. And you know, that was, it wasn't, it wasn't only my dad, it was also my mom, but it's like, you know, these people both worked so damn hard just so I could have the basic necessities but they worked so damn hard that we also had extra stuff and that's where my guitar lessons came from. You know, he, he got me guitar lessons when I was in fourth grade, I started playing guitar and the biggest part of it was really because of my uncle. My uncle was huge into music. He still is. He's not in a band anymore, but you know, he's moved on. He does great things with his life. I remember I used to pick up his guitar and I used to try and play it and he would take it from me and be like, since you can't play it, I don't want you touching it.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and ever since that day, I was like, well, I'm going to learn how to f- play, play this. And eventually I did learn enough where he would actually let me play his guitars and he'd actually let me, he actually let me borrow a guitar. One time I remember one of the coolest guitars he ever let me borrow was a studio, Les Paul, mm. And I had never played a Gibson before. I've had an Epiphone. I still have the Epiphone. Nice. I have Fender, Ibanez. My my, my my all-time favorite guitar right now is my Dan Electro 1964. I have it right next to me. It's one of my favorite guitars. It's the only guitar I really use on the album wow. besides my uh, Recording King Acoustic, which is around here somewhere. But... You know, when I was a kid, I only had one guitar that I won in a raffle down at Jillian's in the Vista. No, and now I yes. have like I've been there and now, mm-hmm. have, and now I have like close to twenty guitars. Nice,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, so let me ask him about Gibson. Since you said um, uh, you have some. Gu- what is it about Gibson guitars, or 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 more importantly, Les Pauls that are making so heavy, man? Say it again. What well, What is it about Les Paul guitars that makes them so heavy? Because I tried. I tried to play one of those and that was like too heavy for me to, you know, to, I, I'm like, I can't, I, I need to sit down and play this one.
1: <laughs> it's, it's really, um, it, it,
0: it's, it's, the it's wood? really it's gotta
1: be that it's gotta be the wood they use because okay. their tone is, is impeccable. Right. Um, I keep hearing people say that like the best guitar ever made was what what was it was, was is by Gibson. All all the best guitars ever made are by Gibson. But really, I mean uh, I don't know about I don't know about a an, an objective standpoint. I know it's it's more of a it's more of a subjective standpoint. Yeah. Because in my in my mind, I can make anything sound like anything. If I want right. my guitar to sound better, I can make it sound better. It's all about the musician. You yes. know, but I feel like people who are just like, you know, or just like, bro, you know, I got this Les Paul and it makes me sound so much better. It's like, it's oh, like yeah. you know, some people, some people believe that. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. like, for example, there's so many people that hate on Dan Electro. People hate Dan Electro. Some people love it. Some people hate them. Some people say, oh, all the Dan Electro guitars, they, they look like, shit. they sound like shit. I can make some good stuff out, out that Dan Electro. Now, of course, that's in my opinion. Someone might be like, oh, I try to listen to that album with, you know where you use that Dan Electro. It sounds like hot garbage. To me, I think it sounds freaking wavy and psychedelic, man and you know gibson i i couldn't see myself right now dropping like three grand on a fucking guitar maybe a synthesizer you know i have i got two synthesizers i have a, a moog matriarch and i have this um this korg this micro korg right here um i plan on getting a melotron very soon i love melotron i loved it in the intro of strawberry fields forever by the mm, beatles yes. yeah and i've always wanted one so i decided hell i'm gonna get one so i'm really more into synthesizers right now but i but i I love the guitar and gibson is they make a good guitar but i just couldn't see myself having one right now maybe i'll maybe later on down the road i'll find one and be like oh my god i I can't believe i didn't buy this years ago but it's like today i'm like no i don't want to i don't want one
0: (laughs) right yeah Yeah. um have have you heard the uh well she said about guitars and people hating on learning guitars um have you heard the the theory that you can't, uh, you can't do metal music with a Stratocaster. It's only in good like blues and kind of a, like a kind of like a like a funk, you know. Like, cause I've heard yeah, like you can't play metal with with cause they're 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 mainly you know seen with uh, like Super ravon or. You know, people like that who plays blues and Eric Clapton It's like, yeah you, yeah, you you can play metal with those. It's, it's all about you. It's not, you know, what to make a model is. It's all about what you can do, you know?
1: I, I, I'm really going to have to agree with you on that one. I mean, like, I really just think that if you want to play metal on a Stratocaster, I mean, hell, I've played metal on a, on a hollow body, you know? Like, right? you really can and- do anything you want. Um, if anything, I feel like... Um, <laughs> I feel like people should start using hollow bodies for metal. I like the way it sounds, you know, especially if you have like some of that, um, like, like for example, my, my, my recording King over here, it's in the corner of my room. It has a pickup built into it. It's an electric acoustic. And I have this fuzz pedal right here. I have it right at my feet. This is my, um, this is my pride and joy. It's my, uh, uh, yeah. fuzz war by death by audio. And I use that a good bit on the, um, on some older stuff. And, hopefully some newer stuff i got a lot in the bank right now nice. with um with mu- music wise right um and i really just think that like for example one of my favorite movies of all time it's gonna sound cliche but it's scott pilgrim versus the world
0: yeah right
1: that's a great movie and,
0: dude yeah hell yeah
1: and and in that sh- and in that movie I remember that the guitar tone was just so fuzzy and and disgusting. I was like, I love that sound. Why is it so nasty? And I realized it's because the dude was running a freaking fuzz pedal or a a distortion pedal or overdrive pedal into a freaking guitar that had a pickup. And I said, well, I got to get an electric acoustic so I can have that tone. And I will tell you right now that if you ever want to experience true heavy music, you need to jam fuzz into a freaking acoustic because it will sound absolutely disgusting. And in my opinion, it sounds more metal than anything I've ever really heard. Right. You know, like I, I really just, I love the, I love the fact that when, if you, if you stop playing the guitar, it has so much horrible feedback that it starts this really loud oscillating, like wave of just, you know, yeah. and I'm sitting there going like, Oh my God, that's amazing.
0: That's metal. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Yeah. I love it, man. I feel like people just are trying to gatekeep too much where they're just like, you can't play metal on that. You can't play that. You can do whatever the hell you want. Stop listening to other people. Right. It's like it's like when people go like like whenever I started playing drums or something like that, people were like, No, no, you gotta do it like this. And I'm like, how about I just do it how I feel comfortable and you just shut the hell up? Yeah. Like I understand like 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 rudimentary stuff or like te- technical stuff i get that yeah you, you have to do things but like it's like the way you hold things the way you play things you don't have to listen to anybody play how you feel comfortable and do what you want with your life it doesn't really f- matter as long as you're having fun
0: right yeah that's what all
1: i exactly yeah. it's all i ever think about is having fun If if music wasn't fun for me i wouldn't have done it i would have just easily just moved on to something else like um like for example, video games. I used to be a huge fan of video games. I still play. Like recently, I've been playing a Master Chief Collection because they have Combat Evolved, and that was the Halo that I grew up with. So I f-ing play Combat Evolved all day. The Magnum is the hey. opiest pistol in the world.
0: Right. Yeah. The uh, Halo Halo Three was my Halo of all time because my best friend who passed away some <laughs> some years ago, I think in 2005, I meaning he played it like constantly. I used to come over to his house. He used to come over to my. Halo three, yeah, we enjoyed it to the fullest extent. So I know exactly what you mean, you know.
1: That's actually, uh, that's actually Clover Kid's favorite Halo, Halo 2, Because me and him <laughs> will play, yeah, and he'll always be like, "I love the Halo three maps, man." And I'll yeah. be like, "Yeah, man. I mean, I did, I, I liked Halo three because they introduced a, a lot better customization to the, yeah. to the, uh, to the Spartans. They
0: did, they did.
1: Yeah. So many good helmets.
0: Yeah. Uh, so since you mentioned uh, Beatles, Strawberry Future Forever, um. And, and I don't know if you collect vinyl re- vinyl records, but but, but I've been I collecting them. Okay, nice. I'm, but I've been collecting them for like a year and a half. And this right here is, so is my pride and joy. Right here, it's a Black Black Sabbath, um, Heaven and Hell. Man, I've been looking oh, for a yeah. record forever and a day. So, um, it's since you said you collect the vinyls, which which one is your favorite vinyl record as of right now?
1: You know what's funny is I actually have my vinyl sitting right next oh, nice. to me, So I'll be able yeah. to show you yes. exactly which one. Dude, I'll I love vinyl you.
0: so much. I mean, but yeah. It's...
1: it's this one. Okay. This one. This is this is a uh, manipulator by Ty Siegel. And okay. Here's the, back, here's the back of it. It has like the title and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. This that vinyl has some of my absolute favorite songs on it. Um, for example, like the, the biggest song on there that I love is called Feel. Right. And it's like I remember when I, whenever I was starting to get into the uh, the music scene, I said to myself, "Man, if there's one song I want to play live, it's Feel." You know, it's just the drums were so freaking crazy, and like they had like this amazing long solo in it. And like, what's crazy about it is that like that that song is is it's not very long, but like for what it is, it it has a lot of evolution throughout the entire song. It has so many dynamics, and it has great dynamics. I mean, and I that's what really got me into the entire album you know like i i love mac demarco i love king gizzard and the lizard wizard i love the ocs mm-hmm. i love the murlocs um I, I i love babe rainbow i don't have any of their vinyl but that's because it keeps selling out because everyone loves them now right um <laughs> i remember whenever i got into babe rainbow they only had like what like Maybe two hundred thousand listeners, and like you know, at first I was like, "Man, they're really big," but now they have close <laughs> nope. to a, now they have close to a million. Yeah, that, so it's that, kind that, of just like you that's, know, a, that's a little I'm, bit bigger,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, so okay, so let's talk about your, your albums. So, I, so I hear shades of punk and rock and roll in the in your albums. Um, with your new album, uh, Bedroom Good Way," Volume One, being more like a like a melancholy feel good album. Um, did you also have inspiration from punk music as well? Because I, because or, or like, or like, what what was your inspiration for, for for these three albums that you have out right now?
1: Say say again. What was your whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: what was your inspiration for these three albums that you have? Like like did did you have inspirations for like like, like different inspirations for each album?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like to. I, I take a lot of pride in the fact that all three of my albums don't sound like, they don't sound like one another.
0: Right. Um, and that's I what love I got. I love the
1: fact really? that each album has ha, almost has like a different personality. And the whole inspiration behind that actually came from Ty Siegel. Okay. Because if, if you're a listener of Ty Siegel, hopefully you're watching this, hopefully you're hearing about this, but Ty Siegel, almost every single one of his albums has a different genre, a different sound to it, but it also has like like, like little tiny remnants of like, what he actually might sound like because that's the one thing that like everyone always talks about they're always like yo man like for example system of a down if you listen to system of a down and you hear something that sounds like system of a down you'd be like man that's that reminds me of system of a down right but you see with like with ty seagull you can you can say that that sounds like ty seagull but it's like okay but like yeah it'd be like oh it's like it feels like to like a punk song you'd be like oh man dude that sounds like ty seagull it's like yeah maybe like emotional mugger kind of area you know or like maybe like um what was a good one that he had um i i hate that i'm blanking because i have all oh, these records and i don't want to seem like a oh, poser <laughs> but like but either way it's like it's like yeah man so like really my inspiration is simply just getting things off my chest and just detoxing almost every single album i'm always just trying to get rid of something out of my head um i don't express myself very good emotionally um i i really have always had a problem um expressing how i feel and telling people how i feel and being accurate with it my music has always been a way for me to get those thoughts out in a more creative um and 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 i guess more of a positive outlet you know it's it's better to create a sad album and just move on than live a sad existence and just kill yourself yeah and for a while I, I was there for a while I was suicidal man for for many years I was you know people always talk about like man you gotta you gotta let go of the past, realize the future yeah, isn't promised it's and so- you gotta live for today I didn't know what the hell that felt like
0: yeah but it's so until hard. I was yeah but it's so hard to 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 let go of the past because that's all you know you know I mean who knows what the future holds you as of right now i I know what the past has held for me, you know and, and I'm sure you oh, yeah. you're the same way you
1: know? one thing you I really had to learn was that the past is just memories, man. The past doesn't define you as a person right it, it's it's what it's what you do from that point on. I have made a lot of stupid, dumb decisions with my life. I feel like we all have no one is perfect, no one can cast stones, but Whenever I look back, I think to myself, am I that person? Am I still that person? A- am I the person that that did all this and said all this? And the answer is no. No, we, we are constantly changing and evolving as people. And if you choose to define yourself by your past, then it almost just seems hopeless. It's like, come on, man. You have to realize that you're a human being. You're going to make mistakes. Making a mistake doesn't make you a bad person. It just means you made a bad decision. Right. And I try to only make good decisions. I really try to be careful about what I do because I've done things in the past and I've hurt people and they've hurt me and we I've felt I've felt alone and I have felt depression and I still feel it sometimes. And I, and, I, and I've felt anxiety. i felt I feel hatred a lot it's really hard to feel love when the whole world just wants to make you feel hated. That's why I love the people I have in my life now because they make me feel like I'm special. Right. They make me feel like I'm loved. Now that being said, you don't have to be special and you don't have to do anything special to be loved. But it's the fact that those people made me feel that way, which makes me feel better about myself.
0: Nice. I'm so glad you said that, cause uh, yeah, cause I feel the same way too, you know. But uh, I, but I do love, I do love the fact that all your albums sound different from one another, because it tells me that you're a fan of the genre of music. You know, you don't, you just don't, you know, settle for one or the other genre. Uh, it's t-
1: impossible to settle.
0: I, man, I tell you what, man, because i um, back in high school. Nothing but Metallica for this guy right here. You know, Metallica, yeah, Metallica. Man. But but see, as I grew up and start, oh okay, well this is kind of cool. Y'all right there. Yeah, I like this one. I, you know, my my taste in music got more um broad. You know, I started listening oh, yeah. to this one and the country music. I love country music now. You know, because um for a long time I didn't like country music. You know, I thought it was about like girlfriend leaving me and dog running away, you know, <laughs> depressing stuff, you know, but, but it's, it's something to be held that, that for, for somebody that listens to, to all music, they, their minds are so open to anything and all possibilities, you know?
1: I really just, I hate the idea of being that guy where it's like, you heard one, you heard them all, you know? Yeah. And, and there's a couple of bands that are that are pretty mainstream that like if you listen to one of their songs, you really have heard them all. Right. And like, for for example, uh, one of the many bands that I feel that way about is Coldplay. <laughs> What's funny is that a lot of my friends are like diehard Coldplay fans. Like if Coldplay came to the Colonial Life Arena, everyone would be like, we got to go see Coldplay. But for me, I'd be like, I don't know. I feel like being happy. You know, like I feel like <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it's dude. It, it's really hard to like listen to. It's really hard to be like, oh man, the new Coldplay album came out, and I'm sitting there going, like, I wonder what they're crying about this like, time. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Yeah. like, they're great artists. Oh yeah, they're wonderful yeah. artists. They 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 have they have very uh, touching lyrics, and they 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 seem like they just never they never slow down. But it's the fact that it's it's one of the things where it's like once you hear one of their songs, you really have heard all of them. Now, of course, that's just my opinion. Right you know that, that that's not a, you know there's many people who probably think like well no this album sounded way different this you know like they 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 really turned things around this year for me as an outsider and not a true fan i can just feel that that's how it is yeah and that's and that's that was my big inspiration mm-hmm. for doing everything differently every single album i don't want to be that guy where it's like yeah if you listen to his first album you've heard the rest of the music you don't even need to listen to it it's like no every single album has a different personality. It has a different struggle, it has a different groove to it. And the second album was really, really weird. I I, I really, I'll be honest with you. I hate my music. I actually hate oh, my music. Oh, I, my I actually, I actually will use that word because I don't like it. And, and, the, and the reason behind it is probably just because I'm the one that made it, you know, right, yeah. like, like whenever my friends make music, I'm just like, Oh my God, this is a really good song. I like this song. I'll listen to it all the time, mm. but my music can't do it, man i can't i can't i can't vibe to my own shit i can't I can't do that I, I just don't like myself like that you know i mean i love myself but like when it comes to music i'm just like all right you made that cool move on
0: right
1: i can't i can't do that and that's why i strive to just keep making different things because i know eventually one day i'll find that one thing that i made and i'll be like you know what i think i'm a decent musician you know <laughs> like I can actually stop being so damn modest and just be like, you know what, Trey, you might actually know something, you know? And for me, that song was, 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 uh, it's called, who are you now? It's the opening track on the new album. That song. I cannot get tired of. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh. like, 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 like just recording that song was so fun. Like I had fun, I had fun writing it, recording it, publishing it. Like, like when whenever I published this album, I actually had a smile on my face.
0: Nice. I I didn't, saying, I, didn't
1: uh, I didn't care if no one was going to listen to it or not. I just knew that I had made something and I was going to share it with people and that's what made me happy. Yeah. And so many people actually told me that they love who are you now and that makes me feel happy because it means that someone out there feels the way that I feel. You know, like I, I like that. I like knowing that it brings me comfort.
0: So, if I can say this to you, um I don't think that you well, hold on, let, let me choose my words. Okay, so, okay, so you said you don't like your music, but, but just because you don't like your music doesn't mean that other people won't listen to it, and and possibly your songs might save your life or take them out of like like a deep depression or something, because that's what music is about, you know. It's all about how we perceive other other things, you know. Because um, I turn to music for everything, you know. Happy, sad, depressed, um so yeah you know just because uh you don't like your own music doesn't mean you know it won't save somebody's life, and that's that's the i i i think that would be a degree to skip the ball, you know
1: to be honest if with my you. music ever if I, if my music ever saved anybody's life, I'll probably never hear about it, and that's totally fine right, right. um like i i I really don't see anything um I tell you what's funny is that I'm such a hypocrite about it though, right? Because I, I just, I just completely shit on Coldplay, <laughs> but the whole, but, but, but like if you go to, if you go through my albums, it's all sad, shit. right? Like, what? like, like people listen to like the lyrics and they'll just be like, man, like, for example, everyone loves that song, Jaded. I don't know why. I recorded that song on a freaking, on a on a blue Yeti microphone in my bedroom, and you know, like that was like one of the more Low quality songs I ever put out, you know, it really was, and for people to like give it like nearly ten thousand views is insane to me because I'm just sitting there going like, who the hell is listening to this, (laughs) and why do they like it? Right, you know, because it speaks to
0: them. You know, I mean, because that's what music is. It's like people (laughs) like stuff because it like speaks to them. You know, I mean, when we words fail, music speaks. You know, so.
1: I think that if, if people enjoy my music, then I'm glad they enjoy it. Yeah. And if they don't, then, you know, they just don't. But to me, I just, I know that my shit stinks. I know that I'm not always going to have the best sounding, you know, stuff out there. And I just want to, I try to keep myself humble. So that way it's just kind of like people be like, yo man, like I I didn't really care for this album you put out. And I'll be like, yeah, I didn't either, but I sure did have fun though. Right. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: I had fun. That's all I cared about. I just, I like having fun. I like doing what I want to do. And to me, that's just, that's just making music. I might not like it at the end of the day, but it's really just an artist thing. You know I mean? (laughs) I don't see how Leonardo da Vinci was taking years to make the Mona Lisa without just being like, you know what this, you know, like I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to keep painting this woman over and over again. Like, it's just you know. <laughs> yeah, just a them one time <laughs> in that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get
1: it. Um, Being an artist is aggravating.
0: There you go. Yeah. Um. Okay. So since you're a solo artist now, um, do you find it easier to write songs or harder to uh or or, or harder to write songs? Uh, since easier. Easier. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like if you do think to yourself, you got nobody to tell you what to do, and I. Realizing that you said you don't, you know, you don't like to be told what to do with your own music, and I and I fully, you know, understand that,
1: yeah, man. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I was watching, I think I, I was, yeah, I must have been like a toddler or something like that, but I was watching some kind of monster with my uncle, and I remember watching that documentary and being like why do they keep fighting like they're you know they're playing guitars yeah. you know like when i was a kid i was like all i want to do is just play my uncle's guitars because he had so many cool ass guitars and then whenever I, I watch some kind of monster i'm sitting there going like well why don't they just have fun they got all these instruments uh-huh. but then as i got older and you're like i'm oh, sitting there okay. and well, like that
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: i'm like these guys now have these guys have to go through a whole process just to get one song done yeah and for me i can get you know it might take me a little while to write a song because i want to make sure that it it has the message i want it to have but when it comes to recording i probably i don't even take that long to record a song i might take a a whole day or i might take maybe like a week or two it depends on what i'm doing um a lot of the songs on the album didn't take that long to record it really just took a lot more time to write um Writing and recording is the easiest part of being a musician. It's it's getting it out there to people that actually give a shit that is hard. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like I remember, like I heard this on uh, heard this on Joe Rogan when they were. I think he was talking to Duncan Trussell, but he was talking about how it's easier to be, you know, a, a brain surgeon. Than it is to be a musician, and at first I was like, "Well, what are you talking about? That sounds ridiculous, you know." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you know, it's 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 brain surgery, you know. But what he was talking about is that if you want to be a brain surgeon, there's a path that you go down that millions of other brain surgeons have gone down to become a brain surgeon. But when it comes to musicians
0: there's all kinds of ways
1: there's so many exactly there's yeah. all kinds of ways you could easily just get lucky or, and 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 have the algorithm work your way and all of a sudden you've got all these listeners and all these people that are buying or, or or you could have had like a a family member who works at an a and r uh for a label that just happens to love you and just wants to be like oh you know i'm gonna pitch this to uh to atlanta and atlanta um mm. atlantic
0: <laughs> i find the same thing right <laughs> yeah.
1: atlantic and um you know, it, it, I'm sitting there going, like, there's so many paths to take as a musician, yet none of them actually lead to success. You know, and and the the question that a lot of musicians have to ask themselves is, what is success to you?
0: Right. And yeah. to be
1: honest with you, as, as I manifest success in in my career, and as I manifest to have happiness in my life, it always changes what success means to me. And right now, success to me would be selling out the new Brooklyn Tavern
0: nice yeah. yeah
1: I'd love to sell out that place there, there's no better feeling than, than 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 going to a local place that raised you
0: right yes
1: and having and having everyone be there and just love you you know there, there's no better feeling I, I've never sold out any place I've never sold out anything I don't think I've ever had more than 100 people at a show there was one time I thought I did I didn't count the people but damn that place was packed
0: like guilt, it was, huh?
1: yeah it was so packed that i was upset because what? and, and he, there, i know i know i know <laughs> so many people so many people came to that show mm. that i literally said to myself it's going to be so hard to keep doing this because this is the show that that, that, that is going to completely take the cake mm. because once you have a show where people actually show up You're sitting there going like, man, if only this could happen every single show, and it doesn't, it doesn't happen every single show, and that's why I was upset. Now, of course, I enjoyed the moment. I had so much fun. I play my freaking guts out every time, no matter who is in the audience. But when that happened, you could have told me, you that hill. I felt like such a celebrity because after. Getting on stage and playing is fun. There's energy. But once you get off stage and people want to come up to you and talk to you about what you just did, it makes you feel like a celebrity yeah. and it makes you feel like people actually give a shit about you. And to me, that's so refreshing because I, I live my life thinking that no one gives a shit about me besides my mom, yeah. you know, and whenever that happened, I said to myself, I'd love to have this happen again. And there were so many times where it did happen again. And I was like, yeah, it's not over. You know, I'm still going to do it. But that was back when I was worried about fame and money. And now all I want to do is I just want to be great. Hey man, you I don't have, care. You,
0: know, you, you got to have fun in your life, you know. And it seems like you're having a good time, you know, doing, doing what you do. And, you know, just I'm trying creating music, man. Yeah. So um, our last question for you today is, um, our, uh, you know, it's uh, our podcast is called When the Words Fail, Music Speaks. Uh, can't that that can't be further from the truth, um. So, is there a song or a record right now that you can say that when you listen to it, uh, you can't tell you know me or your mom or your friends about how it makes you feel inside?
1: No, I can't. Yeah, I really can't. It's um, hard, you know. I'm a very. It's not because I I can't name it. It's the fact that I've never heard a song. That i related to okay nice. that, 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 it's, it's a very it's a very strange thing because all my friends would be like dude when i listen to this song it's as if the singer's talking about me Right. and i'm sitting right, there going yeah. like, like, like no there's never been anyone besides me that can talk about me right and i don't i don't want to be that that egotistical guy where it's like only my music represents me i'm sure there's a song out there that i just haven't listened to yet that 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 represents me and i can be like oh my god it's it's as if this guy's talking about me i haven't found that album yet I haven't found that artist yet. I'm really more into like instrumental music. You know, I'm really more into like the vibe. Like for example, there's this band I love called Star Okay. And they released this album called ambience or it's just called ambient. And literally it's just a bunch of what sounds like analog synthesizers just going crazy, you know, just doing their thing. And while I don't relate to it, it makes me feel good. Yeah. You know, I I don't, I don't listen to lyrics. People always be like, yo, like, I love this song. And I'll be like, but the instruments sound like, sh-.
0: <laughs> like the, the, I
1: was like, I'll be sitting there going like, I'll be like, man, the, the instrumentation is weird. And like, I don't like the way it sounds. They'll be like, yeah, but bro, listen to the lyrics. Yeah, I'm not a lyric guy. Right. You know, I write lyrics, but I don't, whenever I listen to a song, I'm not listening to the lyrics. I'm listening to, to the instrumentation.
0: Yeah. It's the same thing with me, what, dude. Because um, when I was listening to like Guar, they did a uh, Alice Cooper cover yeah, song of uh, of um "Schools Out," "Schools Out." Yeah, yeah. And my mom came yeah. in and she says, "I don't want you listening to that band again." They talk about killing teachers, and then I'm like, "I don't." It's, it's about the music, instruments. It's not about the lyrics. I mean, Alice Cooper created the lyrics like like a decade ago. You know, why are you worried about the lyrics now? And I'm like, okay. But little, little, little enough, you know, I have like tons of like war records and everything. But uh, yeah, um, I feel like it's like people get too uptight about lyrics and what they mean. I'm like, enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Exactly. You know? um,
1: if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Yes, you know, sir. it's that's the kind of that's the kind of existence I would love to have as a musician. Like, for example, my friend has this band he loves called hippocampus right and the kind of following they have is amazing it's exactly what i strive for they have like tens of thousands of followers on their on their social media they have so many listeners on spotify apple music whatever whatever you listen to and what i love about them is that you either know them and you love them or you just don't listen to them and that's what i love right there's no there's no hatred there's no negative energy attached to it it's just the fact these people are making music and you either listen to it or you don't listen to it but if you do listen to it you love it right. you know like that's the thing um and guar is crazy man like Guar <laughs> is like, insane yeah. they have probably like one of the most uh amazing uh live shows yes, um sir. that that, that, I, that i've ever seen they really they really just <laughs> Like the music is one thing, but it's like going to a show is a completely different experience. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. I have a feeling like if uh, my mom went to a show, she would like, you know, she would like to have almost like a heart attack. You know, the they, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, um, but they're but they are so amazing to me Because I met the whole band except for the drummer, um, just Mac. But 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 I, but I met Fladus before, right before he passed away, and I met Dave Rocky which is odorous right before he passed away. And those guys are so sweet. They, they, you know, they took me aside and took pictures with me, talked to me for a minute, you know, and then they had to go on stage. But but yeah, their they're, they're concert is so amazing, you know, and I would love to see them again. But but the fact that, that Odorous is with them, it's, it's kind of a, like a, I, 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 I don't know if I can see him without Odorous, you know, it's, you know, because he's been there for so long, you know. So I'm not sure about, you know, going to see him again live, but if if and if and when the opportunity comes, I'm, I I just might see my game.
1: That's awesome, man. I I really, I really would like to go to a show, but there's just no one. No one ever comes to South Carolina, man. You always have to go to North Carolina or you got to go to Georgia to see something. Yeah, you know? uh,
0: Yeah, yeah. South Carolina has like almost no, no, no big. Uh, uh, on the, um, Candlebox is coming to um the Senate, but I think that's the only uh, POD and Candlebox is coming to the Senate sometime soon. So I'm thinking, about when to check in out those. But uh, New Brooklyn Tavern has some great artists in the past and upcoming, and and, and you're going to be there uh, this Friday. So you, I mean, yes, uh, I'm so excited, <laughs> yes. man. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: I remember I was uh, like speaking of of the New Brooklyn Tavern in 2019. The New Brooklyn Tavern was the amazing hot spot for the birth of my generation's hometown local bands right if you were a local band and you were in high school that was your place to go yeah but what's funny about it is that i was talking to the to the lead the lead guy in bleeding trees named jeremy and i was talking to him i was like i was like you know what's crazy he goes what's that i was like you can tell who wants to be a musician and who wants to go far but you can also tell who is just kind of doing it to pass the time because when these kids got out of high school they 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 had two choices they could either go to college and keep doing their music or they could just go to college and forget about it mm. and what sucked is that there were so many great bands that I that I had the privilege to either share a stage with or just know and they stopped performing whenever college came and that's what really separates these people from from who, from who's going to go far i I firmly believe that if you just try and you just put effort towards something you can do whatever you want it's, it's yeah. just all about trying you know right. don't just think just do it and whenever people just give up like that i mean they're not giving up they're making a smart choice they're saying you know what i don't want to have to i don't want to have to worry about if i'm gonna you know live with my parents for the rest of my life you know i went to i went to college I went for an entire year. I went to Midland's Tech and I learned I learned how to weld. And when I got out, I said, "Man, I f- hate welding. I can't stand <laughs> it. I hate welding. I don't ever want to do it again." And I was lucky enough to know somebody that had an in with uh, another company to get me hired on. So now I have a full-time job that helps me support myself and my my hobbies. Right. But you know, I I feel lucky to have that because there's so many people that that are going to be gone for years at a time trying to get some degree that may or may not get them paid and to give up on that music it makes me sad but at the same time it's like we live in the wild west of of the music industry because there's nothing in South Carolina right. we have nothing that's why these f-ing people don't come on they don't, they don't come here during tours because they know there's nothing here like the only the only people the only people that are, that are actually going to come here are people that can either sell out the senate or they can sell out or, or, or you know they can go to like the the colonial life arena right. because e- either the place is too small for these big artists or it's too big for these artists there's not really much of an in-between there's not like really a place where it's like oh you're kind of like semi-famous yeah you can go here yeah it's not like that it's like either either you're going to a bar or right. you are going to like or you're going to like a, a freaking theater slash arena or whatever you're going to yeah. you know there it, it, it's really difficult to find a place for these musicians, and I love the fact that they actually recently built the Ice House Amphitheater um, down the road from where I'm at, and that place has drawn not only some some bigger talent but also some local talent, and it's been so successful. They brought so many people out there. Every band gets so much love when they go out there, and I think it's a good turnaround for for South Carolina.
0: Huh. Um, I need to I need I, I need to check out another place because I didn't know that the, the, the Ice House like I like, can't like concerts and stuff.
1: I know people that moved to Nashville, Tennessee, because they knew there was a music scene there.
0: Uh, Big time, yeah. yeah.
1: And And I respect that. Yeah. I respect that, and I get that. However, I think about South Carolina like this, all right? There's no music scene. There's no industry. There's no big demand for it over there you know right you can easily just take a freaking radio out on the lake with you and have a good time <laughs> yeah you know right it's it's a, it's a state full of aging people aging elderly whatever you want to call them yeah and they don't care for all that noise i remember one time i was rehearsing at 3 p.m on a saturday we got the cops called on us because we were too loud oh, one no, that's yeah. a compliment two i hated that all right but <laughs> yeah. but but at the same time okay so, so back to what i was saying the way that i think about south carolina It's like a pond, okay. Now, South Carolina—if South Carolina is a pond, California is an ocean, okay. And 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 in the ocean, you have you have whales, and you have sharks, and you have the tiny fish. But in a pond like South Carolina, we're all just tiny fish, just trying to survive. Yeah. You know, there's no one trying to tear anyone down out here. There's no one trying to beat you up or try and ruin your life and be like, oh well, you know. If we can just get rid of them, we'd have all their fans and like that. There's nothing like that. I don't, I don't know what the culture is over there, but I know that it's highly competitive because there's so many bands like that. That California is so huge. Nashville, it's not as big as California, but it's so huge. Uh, New York, Chicago, yeah. um, you know, surprisingly, actually, a little bit Texas. Portland's gonna, another big one. I
0: was gonna say Texas, yeah, because Texas has a lot of bands that 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 many people don't know. Believe, don't don't really uh, believe that's there, but the te- Texas is blowing up too, you know.
1: And I have so many people that tell me, "Man, I want to move to one of those many places I just named, so I can try and make it big in the industry." It's and I'm sitting there going, man. "Like, yeah. dude, I'm like, well, dude, you right. can do that. You, yeah. you can do that. Do, what you do whatever you want to go do." But I think that it's it's easier to become a shark in a pond full of tiny fish. Than it is to become a shark in an ocean full of whales and bigger sharks.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's why I am so determined to make South Carolina my place. You yeah. know, I mean I, I've always lived here. Right. I've always been here. I've been here for 20 years. Almost 21. I'll be 21 in September, man. And I'm excited about it because I'm just finally, I'm I'm. I'm sick of being treated like a friggin child. When I was 18 years old, I was able to buy cigarettes. I was able to buy all the nicotine I wanted and they made it illegal when I was 19 years oh, old damn, and yeah. I was so pissed off because I had a nicotine addiction. I still yeah. have it. Oh yeah. And I, I hate being treated like a child. Right. Yeah. 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 And now that, you know, I've been here, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this state my sanctuary. I'm going to make it work i'm gonna make this work I, i'm very determined i don't plan on stopping anytime soon i really just love music that much i don't i don't care if no one listens if no one follows if no one likes i just want to do it and if it works out it works out if not i got something fun i'm doing you know
0: there you go, there you go. Yes, sir. So, yeah man so for all my listeners um you can um, contact bedroom getaway at uh, bedroomgetaway.bandcamp.com. bedroom getaway dot com. that's that's your that's your website correct
1: you can buy. Oh, uh, you, yeah! You you can just hit us up on our our Instagram uh, at bedroomgetaway.com. We have our email. I I keep saying we. It's only me. It's I have bad. my I have my email attached to it. Um, we have our face. We I have my Facebook, which is also bedroom getaway. Our Spotify app music. It's all bedroom getaway. I make it very easy for you to find me. Nice. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm, a good thing. I'm I'm everywhere. Yeah. I'm everywhere except for um, SoundCloud.
0: SoundCloud. <laughs> are, are are you on TikTok by chance? I started TikTok. Is like, I
1: I is like I actually am there. on TikTok. Nice. I actually post a couple videos on there. Um, my my TikTok is Trey Matrix Matrix, like the movie.
0: Nice, nice. And yeah, for man. anybody who wants to see you live on um, this Friday, July sixteenth, you can go to New Brooklyn Tavern. Uh, cover is eight dollars, and it starts at seven o'clock p.m. Correct?
1: Oh yes, sir. Yes. We're gonna have some good times, All right. man.
0: So I do want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, I love you for making music, and I love you for being patient with us. Uh, <laughs> during our two month, two month stint, but um, yeah, man, I, I, I really do see great things happening for you. Um, and just you know, keep on making music, man. Keep on having fun, you know.
1: Well, I appreciate you saying that, man. I love you too, man. I really appreciate you letting me come on here and just let me talk and let me go off, and oh. you know, I, I. I always wanted to be on a podcast, man. <laughs> well,
0: nice. Well, I'm glad we could fulfill that for you, too. So, yeah. I mean, Thanks, um, Yeah, so um, maybe we'll have you back sometime later down the road, you know? Again, and we would right. love for you to come back.
1: Anything's possible, man.
0: Yes, sir. Right, thank you.
1: Thank you, my friend. All
0: right, bye.